Give us a little jingle. Hello and welcome to episode four of the Student Life with Plymouth podcast from the University of Plymouth. It was a really good fun podcast with Mads and Al all about uh, the Students' Union, uh, specifically the sports and societies that you can get involved with and what sort of opportunities they bring for your experience at university. Um, so hope you enjoy this one. Thanks. Yes, we'll start. We'll, we'll just start with names, and then um, yeah, if we go for like what your degree was and what sport or society you got involved with. So we'll pass over to Al first. Sweet. So my name is Alan Joe, but everyone calls me Al. Um, I currently study environmental management, and I'm also part of the football team. Nice. And I then, think he missed something out there. Um, I'm the captain of the first team. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's just a humble guy. Yeah, you know? not me. I was like, I used to be. <laughs> uh, I'm Mads Morton. I'm current VP activities at the Student Union. And previously, I did my degree in architectural engineering. And I was also part of the ladies football team. And I was captain. Way back when. <laughs> nice. And I'm Joe, and I was not in the football team at all. <laughs> so I'm the odd one out here. Um, yeah, I, I went to the University of Lincoln, so not down here. I did media production and I was part of the surfing society. Oh, nice. The president. That's like not far from where I live. Oh, yeah. where, where'd you live? Uh, in Lincolnshire, Nottinghamshire area. So Yeah, yeah. What? Yeah, go on. Where? Yeah, like in um, Worksop, Retford. That, yeah, yeah, that yeah. I'm from Mansfield, so... Oh, uh, yeah, as well. yeah, yeah. I remember you told me that before because oh, right, you used to play for Derby, didn't you? Oh, yeah. 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 Well, thanks for getting that in. <laughs> <laughs> Small world. Yeah, very small world. <laughs> um, but yeah, I also, also used to be VP Activities at Lincoln SU as well, oh, so um, managed all the sports societies. So yeah, quite interested to do this one. Um, so yeah, we've just got a few little talking points. Obviously, yeah, football, um, first team. Have you always done that? Like, as soon as you joined university, you went straight for the football team? or Yeah, I mean, I've always played football. So as soon as I came to university, I knew that football was something I wanted to do. Didn't get into the first team straight away. I actually started off training with the fifth team and then settled in the fourth team and then in my first year I then went to the second team like towards the back end of the season and then they were like oh do you want to go for captain I was like okay cool and then <laughs> just kind of stuck really so yeah. can't turn that down really yeah, yeah, actually. <laughs> literally how many teams has Plymouth got then in terms of football we've got a fair few so it goes like the f- top two teams play Bucks and then three to what used to be eight, but is now seven, eight, playing yes. like local leagues, like around Plymouth. Yeah. And then after that, we have like intramural, which is like, if you've maybe had a limited experience with football and you want to play it more socially, you can play that like on a weekend. And But a lot of people jump in as well. So like people, it's not really like, there's no discrimination in intramural. Yeah. You just, if you want to play, you can play. Anybody or it could be play. like people coming back from recovery as well. Yeah, like yeah, yeah. Just trying to get game time and stuff like that. So yeah, yeah, yeah it's pretty cool. In terms of those leagues then, I know we're going heavy on the football here. <laughs> so eight leagues or seven that you said now, how easy is it to progress through? Like obviously you have, you've gone from fifth, fourth up to the first team now. So It's weird. So like 
It all kind of depends because obviously you have trials at the beginning of the year, but obviously you've got a hundred plus people all playing at the same time. So it's really difficult to see what people can do like in that short period of time. Yeah. Um, so if you're playing really well throughout the year, generally people hear about it and then they'll call you up. So there's people who even started lower than me. They started an intramural and they were like scoring like five, six goals a game. They're like, well, this is too easy for you. <laughs> so then they like moved up to like the sixes, for example, then did really well there. And then they just moved up and moved up. So it can be quite easy, but obviously, for example, if you've got injuries and stuff, people don't necessarily know because obviously you're not playing. So yeah. I think the more that you're playing is the more people will know about you. And obviously if you're out on socials as well, like people will know your face, they know, you know, so. Yeah, yeah, getting to know you off the pitch as well. Yeah, 100%. So. Sweet. And Mads, when you were in football, how many yeah. uh, women's teams were there? Uh, there's one. One women's yeah, team. Yeah, so if you join ladies football, you get to say you're in the first team, which is a win. Yeah, we have quite a few members, but it's a lot of people join for the social stuff because it is dead fun. Um, but yeah, we had, I think 2019 was the first year uh, ladies football ever won varsity, which is the big end of season uh, game. Uh, yeah, it was like the reason I stayed at uni for me was uh, sport. Although I do wish I'd joined a society. I feel like I missed out there, but yeah. yeah. Which society would you have joined? Surfing. Uh, I think there's a woman's society, LGBTQ+, I think it is, society. It would join that as well. I suppose I'd still join them now, actually. I was I just about to just, ask. You I might just pay subs and join all the societies. <laughs> <laughs> I was just about to ask. Are you still in the women's football club now? Yeah, not as much, because obviously I'm actually quite busy with work, believe it or not. So I can't go as much, but I do still partake a lot when I can, yeah. Yeah, sweet. Society. Are you in early societies, Al? Yeah, so, again, in first year, I joined... Ooh, I was going to join Afro-Carib Society, but then I ended up joining Tropical Island Society, which is, like, like Afro-Carib Society is cool for meeting a lot of people like myself, but there's also, like, because a lot of them are, like, Nigerian, Ghanaian, they share a lot, like, a lot of commonalities between them, like, coming from Africa, so it's kind of when you're going in like obviously you meet them and they're cool people but obviously they have much more in common whereas tropical island society because you're coming generally from the caribbean or other islands you have that kind of certain rapport before you even kind of talk right. kind of thing so there's that level of closeness there so yeah i was in tropical island society it was it was cool it was it, it's been like a fun society to be part of i wasn't always able to do it because i was so busy with football but when i was there it was a cool vibe like everyone was you know kind of cool with each other like so yeah it was, it was, it's been a cool society to be a part of yeah and then for people that don't know what societies are so what what would you do in the tropical island society what's what's going to make someone sign up so it's, it's kind of like a group of friends that all share one specific kind of interest or similarity for example so you just kind of do things that normal groups of friends would do but obviously the thing that bonds you is being from a tropical island for example so they have things like games night, games nights quiz nights maybe karaoke nights they'll obviously go on nights out go for like meals together go around and like cook at someone's house like and little things like that where you're just doing what a regular friendship group would do but with that common denominator between you all so yeah it is pretty cool but it's like a very nice way to meet people that come from a similar background to you but offer 
different walks of life to you if yeah. that makes any sense so you've got somebody who's like oh i'm from for example i'm from trinidad so like my family's all from, from trinidad i was born here but like i go back often and stuff like that if i was to for example meet someone from jamaica it would be like oh so what was it like coming from jamaica to here on maybe from jamaica and living in london which is obviously much more populated by lots of different you know ethnic minorities and stuff like that so it's a very different experience you can have while still being from the same area of the world so yeah it's pretty cool because it's sort of like signing up to something and then just getting instant friends yeah i mean you don't <laughs> always get on with everyone do you it's no. just like yeah. anything but you all having that one thing in common it just sort of it's an instant icebreaker yeah because sure. you're like you can talk about that until god knows when and then if you the conversation flows then yeah it's great but i was going to say i was just smashed it there the way you described it which is just a group of friends with one thing in common at least and you can make a society from anything like yeah. people come to us all the time new societies are being formed we've recently just had uh, wildlife and eco book club and then obviously the adopter society which is those societies that have been present in the past and then they haven't been able to get a committee so if you were to go on the su page and click on adopter society um there's tons of societies available uh, that you can look at and be like, oh yeah, I'd actually love to be a part of that. And then you just have to find a few committee members uh, to help you run it and some members. Yeah. And then it's set up for you. you. You get whatever's left in the bank account. It's just there and it doesn't need to be approved. It's just, just crack on. And there's loads of good ones in adopter society. And there's like a list of those that need to be adopted, like all good to go. Like Yeah, so you, all of them on there are good to go. And then you can just completely make one up. Um, I'm trying to think of... A random society that you could there's, have. There's one which I didn't even know about. It's called the like, Tamil Society. And the Tamils, I, I'm not going to try and guess it. I just know that it's a very specific community of people in one of the Asian countries. But it's like, it goes way back. And that's like a massive like heritage thing. Yeah. And like, I didn't know that there was even a society like that. But the fact that there is just goes to show how many societies there can be for anybody it is literally that's the good thing about societies there is literally one for you mm -hmm. if and even if you think that it's not for you try joining one anyway because the amount of people and like think people you could meet and things you could end up doing with those people is crazy yeah, you know? yeah. so um, yeah when i was vp activities at my uni um I made a massive effort to try and go to like as many societies as I could just to mm. try them all. Um, and like two of the ones that stuck out was like the juggling society. Yeah. And they I literally just rented out a room, obviously with a really tall ceiling. <laughs> and we just literally just juggled. And you know, there's just be people there and that's all they do. They bring all this stuff. Like, that's crazy. Yeah. And you just sit there and juggle for yeah. like an hour, like once a week. And then the other one I tried out was comedy. And so, like, <laughs> just they, they rented out a lecture theatre and it was like 20 or 30 people, and they'd be like, Yeah, just go and do a little five minute bit or something. Really? They'd go up and just tell some jokes. And That's then they'd so like scary. critique them afterwards. And oh, they'd be like, really? Yeah, I really like that bit. I think you could have delayed the punchline a bit. And it was like really interesting to see. Wow. That makes me really nervous. Yeah, <laughs> I'd be stressed. I've heard of um, Harry Potter societies as well, where they make yeah, butter beer one. together. Oh, yeah, I didn't yeah, know they oh. made butter beer, though. That's, That's pretty, pretty cool. cool. Yeah. yeah. And then obviously yeah. the the tour in London they, they do like their yearly trip to the to the Harry Potter the world, studios yeah. that's it yeah is 
Butterbeer is not actually alcoholic, is it? I don't think so. I don't think so. No, no. I always I thought it was a real thing. To be honest. <laughs> yeah, I, I, when I found out they actually made it in real life, I was like, oh my gosh, wow, that makes like I'm sure that, I'm sure that makes it really cool for people who are like diehard fans of like the series. You know what I mean? Yeah. I'm gonna give a special shout out to one of my favorite societies just because of the name. Yeah, go on. Which is Knit Fast Die Warm. Oh, I love that. And I'm like, yes, please. <laughs> That has reminded me, when I go to events with six forms in college, I always bring that one up just because it's of the name. amazing. It's, <laughs> it's absolutely perfect. amazing. Yeah, we've now got a, this, on what you were saying, Al, um, a Hong Kong society. Yeah. And uh, I really hope I pronounce this right, uh, Malayali Society, um, which is, I'm not even going to say, because if I get it wrong, that'd be really rude. Uh, but they, they come to forum when they want to be approved and they just give a little two-minute spiel on like what they want to do, their objectives for the year, and then... It goes to a vote, which I'm not aware of it ever being turned down unless it was something... Well, I wouldn't have gone to forum if it was mm. offensive. But yeah, it's um, it's pretty easy. So if anyone's thinking of making a new one, it's, it's so easy to do. Yeah. Yeah, so anything you'd want. Literally. This is might be a naive <clears throat> question, but... It, so say like uh, Tropical Island Society or like Hong Kong Society, mm-hmm. is it open to anyone? Yeah, mm-hmm. that's, the, so, that's the cool thing about mm-hmm. it. So we had a lot of people... Cause Within Tropical Island Society, obviously the clues in the name it is because they described it as a home away from home. Nice. Because obviously you're meeting a lot of people from countries like yourself. I know we have a few people like from places like the Cayman Islands and like there were a couple of other Trinidadians there, but anybody can join. So like a couple of my other friends, they were like, "Oh yeah, this seems like really cool. Like, can we come along?" And yeah, it's fine. You can just go along to whatever, and there's no problem about it. It's just that. The society is there really for people to meet other people, but the I guess underlying objective is for yeah. people maybe from a specific maybe background who wouldn't necessarily feel as comfortable because diversity-wise, Plymouth doesn't have a very high percentage of diversity. Do you know what I mean? So naturally, you might think you know coming into the university, you think, oh well, I'm not really going to find a lot of people like myself. When in actual fact, you look on the, online and say, oh, wow, okay, great, there's something like this, and yeah. I can go try it out. And then, obviously, you can meet people anywhere, but going to something specific is where you can... And I suppose, like, with the universities quite large, you might have, like, medicine students that are in nine to five, and then you've got, like, an art student and then a geography student. There's mm-hmm. there's no real reason they would ever cross paths. Exactly. But they yeah. could be, like, friends, and then having that society just brings them together. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Nice. Um, so, yeah, I was going to talk about the freshers fairs and like mm-hmm. how you get people like into sports and societies at the start so um i don't know if you want to go through your experience first of um when you first walked into a freshers fair al Ooh. um <laughs> and what it was like did you go to the do you split them do you have sports and societies or is yeah, it all together sports, it's, two different societies, days, it? it's, it's volunteering as well uh, but that's changing a bit um yeah there's one for each day and yeah. they're all i mean for me I only went to a, the sports one, I think. I don't. What what year did you join? Ooh, twenty nineteen. No, yeah, year after me. Yeah. yeah. So, I remember. Um, I remember because obviously we went there and we heard like little rumors about trials and stuff. Mm-hmm. And because the southwest people have like gone to the uni before, so like you knew a couple of people that are oh, my older brother came here and it used to be like this and that. So we came in. I remember because my current um, housemate, uh, Mitch. He, we went there together and we were like, 
oh my gosh, we were so scared. We, there was this <laughs> one guy there. He was. Everyone was in suit, like shirt and tie. Cause they dress up very smart. They're in shirt and what, tie to go to the football stuff. Yeah, because yeah. they want to like make it look like Wait, presentable. Hang on, the football boys did, or the people going round the fair did. The, the football boys did. Oh, so like, say. as so <laughs> when we went to the football society stand or yeah. football club stand, they were like in shirt and tie, like they were talking about it, and we were like, oh my gosh, this must be so serious. <laughs> like mm. they've got all the works going on. And we were looking at all the players signed up, but like, oh my gosh, he looks like he's going to be so good at football. <laughs> like, you're thinking at trials, it's going to be, oh my gosh, how are we going to get into teams? But it was daunting because yeah. you're seeing people on, I don't know, for me, there's something really, not intimidating, but when you go into a new place and there's people who know way more people than you do, you're like, I am like a little fish in a very yeah. big pond. Mm-hmm. Everyone's yeah, going yeah. like, oh, how you doing? Da, da, da. And it's like, whoa, like people are walking across stands and saying, it's like, wow. There's a lot going on, and obviously there's a lot of freshers as well. So you're trying to like maybe talk to meet m- new people, meet new people, whilst trying to find your sport and stuff. Look at new sports potentially. But yeah, did you did you go to the society one? Uh, I did this year, but is that it good? Was, they're very good, but what they do is sometimes because there's so many societies, I think there's, there's over a hundred. I think it's 107 now, mm-hmm. as opposed to like 50, 60 sports clubs. Yeah. Um, so all the sports clubs fit in the one place, whereas for societies it's over three different areas. So it's oh, wow. it's a bit like you get a bit tired. Yeah, it sort of did it almost. So uh, this year they did it almost culturally. So they did uh, different cultures, like you. So you've got Afro Caribbean tiers. Right. Um, those ones in like it was main hall, and then it was uh, medical ones and uh, course related ones and Got another you. one and then sort of like everything else yeah that makes um, sense. that's cool it was but the feedback was actually they didn't like that because if you were thinking I only want to join a medical society you'd go there and you wouldn't see everything else that's on offer right whereas it's nice because obviously like just from going around that myself I was like I'd have joined that if I was in first year I'd have joined that I'd have joined that and it's just nicer to get like everyone together it would be great if we could do all societies in one place but yeah it's uh, I remember when I first went round I don't know why I was really obsessed with American football at the time so right. I went straight over to the American football stand and it was obviously it was it was mostly males in fact I think it is all males and yeah, then me sure. when I was younger I was like I'm joining this now just to be the only female I mean I even tried the pads on and then I was like actually you know what I don't want to get crushed by a load of men yeah, <laughs> yeah American football does look like just intense yeah, yeah. And I'm a rugby player, so... Yeah, yeah. that's true. Um, yeah, cool. So, Freshers Fair, so, yeah, you go in, you speak to them, you sign up, um, and then, you yeah, know, you, you obviously went into trials then? Yeah, so you, you, you walk in, and they, they basically tell you all the information. So they, they say the cost of joining, what that cost means, so, like, with, like how much is insurance, how much yeah. is, like, goes to the... They, how, ba- how much you get back for what yeah, you pay yeah, yeah yeah basically um and then they tell you like the dates for the trials and stuff like that you sign your name down and they email everyone so you get an email on your student email and they tell you about everything like that so yeah you kind of get all your info and then kind of go back but at the time i don't think they do it now you had to pay as soon as you got there so when you went to the actual stand it would be right cool here's your 50 pound and that's it whereas now they've stopped it because 
people were paying fifty pound, and obviously they would do trials and stuff like that. But if you don't get selected, yeah. it's like I've just spent fifty pound and then not really <laughs> fifty quid to be a bench warmer. Yeah, <laughs> and obviously if you're a bench warmer, like maybe the fours or something or the threes, it's like it's fine. But if you've gone all the way to intramural and no one is even looking at you, it's like well, yeah. and if you think <clears throat> if in your opinion you're really good, but no one else sees it, you know, so that is the other side of it where if you join because I think. Is football the biggest sports society? Uh, joint with netball, I believe. Yeah. Somewhat, something like that, yeah. So with those big, like, bigger sports societies, there's a lot of people. So sometimes you can, in the beginning, kind of, not fall to the back of the pile, but just, mm. like, if you're maybe a quieter person, it can be kind of difficult yeah. to, like, state your claim type of thing. But once you do, mm-hmm. there's so many people that to meet and stuff like that. It just requires you to kind of just, go a, a little bit out of your comfort zone to meet people and then you'll be fine yeah sweet sort of segues nicely into the give it a go sessions yeah definitely um so give it a go is one of the schemes that the su do and um it's basically as it says you go to a session and give it a go so you pay i think it's three pound and you go to these hourly sessions where you can just you can get as involved as you want you can speak to people that they're you can literally just say for example basketball you could just stand there and like Shoot some, shoot some hoops. Shoot some hoops. Yeah. Yeah, shoot some hoops. <laughs> good, and, uh, good I was gonna say it, but I was like, I don't sound like an idiot, which I did anyway. Um, and football, futsal, the ones that you maybe wouldn't try, um, they're available. So you don't have to sign up. You don't have to pay your subs and all this other commitment. You can just give it a go and then see if you enjoy it. Then of course, feel free to sign up to the actual club. But it's usually the club that runs it. But it's it's not technically part of their club. It's it's separate because it's obviously there's no pressure situation. Yeah, yeah. You don't have to have any ability if you've never played before. It's a perfect thing to just go along and be like, is it fun? Even if even if you think you're not very good, is it fun? If it is, then go for it. Because I know with football and netball, it, it's trials. But most other sports, there are no trials. It's just so exactly for women's football, there's only one team. So you don't trial. You just come along for a few sessions. Do you like it? Yeah, brilliant stay. Um, I think it is actually football and netball. Are, I believe are the only people that trial, um, which is really good because it's a lot more accessible. But of course, being I the biggest rugby clubs, do as rugby well. do. Thank yeah. you. Yeah, rugby do as well. Um, if you're into the bigger clubs, then obviously you do expect the more competitiveness. So you've got to show what you can do more, I guess. But it's, there's no, there's not many barriers in our clubs, which is really good. Um, and these give it a go sessions are absolutely great. They're run by Rachel Miller, who works in the SU. Um, so she's the best person to get in touch with for give it a go stuff. Nice. Um, so <laughs> in terms of like the fresh affair, like signing up and all of that, what if like students just miss that? Like they come to uni a week late or they just, they just don't get involved in the first week because they're having too much fun in their flat or whatever like <laughs> I think I think Maddie summed it up really well the fact that you've got weekly give it a go sessions means that you've never really unless you've missed both trials and even so with football there's two trials anyway right so there'll be one on one week and then the following week so like let's say for example because I know obviously everyone's courses are different some people have like field trips some people have like exams and stuff or pe- people miss for any kind of reason there's one the, the following week and often we're always getting messages like, um, oh, I've missed so-and-so trials, like, 
can I come? It's like, okay, well, we'll just ask the teams and say, well, do you have space? You bring them along to training. If they're good, then fine. That's yeah. no, because you don't want to be in a situation, especially like now doing captaincy. Like, I have, throughout the year, have pulled up so many people from like a lower team, for example, and you don't want to miss out on someone who's really good just because you've got this, not arrogant view, but almost like a, somewhat classist like we are the first team and we will have no one in from any other team yeah. because if that if that was the case then I realistically shouldn't have moved up to the second team yeah or yeah. you know what I mean so yeah. I think you have to kind of it's got to be fluid yeah but I don't think I'd, I feel like if you've missed the first couple of weeks whether it's Freshers Fair Sports Fair you can people join societies in January yeah you know sometimes in March you know what I mean because it's like oh I didn't even know this existed or I was so busy with work or Whatever, just can finding I join your feet now? moving into a new place. Yeah, yeah for sure. Yeah. Like, I um, I actually when I was in uni, I broke up with my girlfriend that I was w- at uni with, um, and I hadn't joined any sports or society. So like yeah. halfway through the year, mm. I just I walked into the SU and I was like, let's just have a look at the list. Yeah. And they got this list, showed me everything. Um, clearly before websites, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> show my age. Um, and they just showed me this list, and I was like, I've never tried surfing. Always wanted to do it. Sign me up. Paid like. 30, 40 quid, whatever it was. In Lincoln? Yeah. Yeah, where do you, where um, you go? You have to travel two and a half hours north to Scarborough. Yeah. No. I was going to say, yeah. So that's where that's I learned to surf, in the North Sea. Oh, wow. Sometimes it was snowing when we were there. Yeah. You'll be all right down south there, won't you? Oh, it's yeah. basically warm. It's a lot nicer <laughs> It's like down, a bath. <laughs> um, so yeah, that, that was my experience with getting involved with the SU was just walking into the SU and be like what can I join yeah. <laughs> looking at the list seeing what I liked and went for it and then they just gave me the email address and yeah they yeah. have that on their website as well if you just go on UPSU and click on to sports or societies or you can browse everything all together and every single sports society will have a contact email just give them an email e- equally go on Instagram and just sort of try and search for one because they yeah. usually have sort of easy-ish names yeah. uh, like you'll pick it up quite easily um, and people are really keen like I've, I've messaged the rugby girls saying oh can I come for a session they're like yeah sure yeah. come along these are the details like everyone they people want you to join their club they it's yeah. not a lot of people have the view of sports clubs of being like oh they're quite uh, elitist yeah. like you said classist and or like clicky as yeah well. clicky um, but it's not it's like please join like we want you to join it doesn't matter about your ability it's often just having like that family because it is like a family um there with you and it's yeah it's probably the what well, was my best part of uni yeah i'd say i'd say 100% like i feel like in my first year there were elements and not because of the the club as a whole but more so you have those people who maybe they played at a certain level before they came to uni so when they get into uni and they get into a good team, they're like, I've completed it. I've, <laughs> I have completed university football or whatever. Yeah. So as a result of that, they may be tentative to speak, well not tentative, maybe rude to speak to people from lower teams, for example. And then transitioning to now where, because last year we had, there was no bucks. Oh yeah. So we had to obvious. play, yeah, so we, we had to play Saturday league here. And because it was Saturday, we were like, well, we'll make it first come, well, first come, first serve for the, the first team and second team, because obviously we have no bucks. But because so many people from the rest of the club were coming to watch, 
everyone ended up meeting everyone. Yeah. So then you fast forward to now, you've got all these people that may not necessarily have interacted in first in first year or because of the like separation of teams, wouldn't have necessarily interacted on a regular basis. Yeah. Now seeing each other like every week. So you're a lot closer now, do you Yeah, think? exactly. And then because we have like our Instagram as well and stuff like that, you you would see like people who were playing so we had like a team of the week. So if there was someone from like maybe the seventh or eighth team or whatever who was playing really well, it's like, oh, who is this guy? He keeps playing really well. Like you go, you maybe you, you see his name and then obviously there were no nights out, but you would at least know of them kind of thing. So yeah. now it's like you come back out, it's like, oh yeah, I remember you from, yeah, I remember seeing you from first year or second year, whatever. So, but yeah, it is, um, it is cool to be in, but yeah. Yeah, it, yeah. When it is daunting to join at first because mm. when everyone knows each other and knows the setup and you don't you're just kind of like <laughs> a little boy in yeah. the moving tides of what is seen as this massive thing do you know what I mean yeah yeah just Absolutely. pull a friend along with you just be yeah, like yeah. you're coming with me double. it takes the stress off even if your friend doesn't play just be like stand there and let me do it and just yeah. give me some support yeah yeah <laughs> but just, just the, the, I think the best thing for the first let's say first two months, just dive head first. Mm -hmm. Like, don't worry about what will happen if, like, yeah, don't get me wrong, we've spoken very positively about societies, but there are a lot of people I know who've had really bad experiences in societies. And that's across all of, like, different unis across different, you know what I mean? Yeah. But if you go in with the mentality of, I don't know what's gonna happen, but I'm here for it anyway, Yeah. you're still gonna get an experience that's gonna teach you something at least. Because yeah. there's some people who have never left their town that come to university, and you have to factor that in. You're not going into a mixing bag full of people that have never experienced anybody else. Mm-hmm. So people aren't going to necessarily know how to deal with other people. Like, Whereas there are other people who maybe have travelled or might be a little bit older that have an experience of the world a bit more. So yeah, just dive head first and then see what happens. Yeah, see what you can get out yeah. of it. Yeah. Like, cause what Mads, you were saying, like, you join your club and that's like your family like some yeah. of my friends like still my best friends now are from the surfing club and that yeah. was like mm-hmm. eight years ago since yeah. I graduated 100% it's, it's just it's weird it's you think you've got to think of it like this every single person that finishes uni gets a degree everyone and as much as yeah if you get first or a 2-1 or whatever that is or 2-2 two, two, or third whatever you get um, when you write your CV when you're going on these graduate schemes they know you've got a degree. That's that's given. Have you been part of a society or a sport? Have you been on committee? Have you learnt how to um, help to run a club or a student led? I mean, it's incredible if you look at it. Yes, we have the sports and societies managers, which are amazing, but these groups are student led. Like they do everything. They form the committee. They plan the league. They pay the fees. Like it's it's unbelievable what the students do, and to be a part of it is is amazing like it really is and like I said just dive in do everything you can do and there is it's not like firstly I don't think many clubs or societies do make you pay straight off and even if they do you can get your money back in a certain time it's not like you tied in for the whole year if you've turned out you've got something on every every night then you want to relax ask for your money back just say oh I might join next year like it's not like you have to be fully committed to anything either it depends how much you want to get out of that sport society I guess yeah I was going to go back to what you were saying about Mm -hmm. them running the society like it's all student led which we know but 
what like what skills are you getting from running that society then like, literally like <laughs> i know it's a long list but everything yeah. like i've done secretary social sec and captain i could run the world i'm just saying <laughs> <laughs> it's like go, go, go so, through those roles so what, what does so each secretary's role do? like uh taking minutes um just uh, with football it's sorting out sunday league admin that sort of thing or saturday league um uh, making your sort of a point of it's like a secretary like in a in a business the person that sits on the desk in the front and sort of just sorts everything out and does all the niggly bits and then social sec is a lot of fun as you say organize the socials different themes that sort of thing it's a really fun job so their roles get people involved yeah the so secretary's like the admin yeah behind and like social keep sec, the cogs yeah, working yeah, yeah. social's the fun bit like it is but surprisingly social was one of the hardest because it genuinely you learn so much from doing that i don't know if was mitch a social sec no he's he's currently the social media sec that's it yeah but my what one of my friends is the well two of my both my friends are the um social secretaries now and it's they they are it's difficult to keep things fresh and new each when you're going on a night out for example they're like okay what should the theme be how are we going to keep everyone engaged? How are we going to make sure that people are turning up and buzzing about the night as opposed to, and little things like promotion as well, making yeah. sure people are buying tickets and stuff like that. Yeah. It's, all, it's all about it. And, and then keeping people safe, like yeah. the whole time, you're just like, I know it sounds stupid, but when I was, I was like counting heads, like before we go anywhere, I was like, two, four, six, yeah, we've got everyone. And it's just <laughs> like, it is stressful, but once you get into the last club and you just relax and everyone's yeah. having the best time and you're like, but then you, f- you flip it over to like for example captaincy which is I feel like is a, a unique role altogether because you kind of have to pull all of these skills into like one you're the secretary the social mm-hmm. tech sec the kit manager the sign up you're the, the everything the coach mm-hmm in one specific you know for, oh, for so 16 just for that one team yeah because yeah, we run we run the training yeah. we make sure that the transport's sorted with in co- um, coordination with the SU we make sure that everyone's kind of like able to get there on time you have to it's a lot of planning and stuff like that and, and on top of that then you have to get to the game and then play mm-hmm. and then make sure that everyone's doing well on the pitch and then make sure everyone's all right afterwards and then come back home. And so, perform well and yourself. And do well, yeah. Like, yeah. So I neglected like, that part, but I'll still do So it's, it's a lot to kind of, it's a, I feel like it's such a unique role, like, but it's the, the skills that you gain from it, like people skills, something like, as, as crazy as it sounds, man management. Yeah. How you can tell some, like one player one thing and another player another thing but make sure that they both listen, even though they learn in completely different ways or yeah. they socialize in completely different ways. You know what I mean? You can't shout at everybody. Some yeah. people take well to shouting. Some people don't want to hear it at all. Well, yeah, I suppose if you were captain, you would have had to drop someone and bring yeah. someone up at the same time. And yeah. like, how do you make sure that they're still going to perform well the next week? Because you, you don't want to drop them t- because you think they're terrible. You want to drop them to then bring them up and yeah, all exactly. that. Exactly. Or you make sure, for example, okay because what I always say is look I think you're a good player I feel like the standard that we're at might be out of your depth at the moment but what I will do is make sure that you don't drop too far down so that the standard that you're getting is still competitive wording it in such a way makes it feel like oh I'm not actually bad I'm just not necessarily ready for the level of Mm -hmm. that yet do you know what I mean so 
because there's, there's been a lot of good players, for example, because between Bucks and the local league, there's such a big difference because even something as simple as contending with travel, you're coming off of a coach after being in it for like four hours and then have like an hour to like get changed, warm up and then play. That's different from having to maybe drive for like half an hour and then turn up and play. Do you know what Absolutely. I mean? So That's just the Southwest, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. Then <laughs> <laughs> you got an extra game, you're like, yes. Yeah, literally. Only an hour. <laughs> Yeah, so um, just a bit of jargon busting as well. So Bucks, um, yeah, for those you. at home that oh, don't know, yeah. Bucks is the British University's College of Sport. Yeah. Is that yeah. right? Yeah, yeah. yeah you, British University and college. And colleges. And college sport. sport. Yeah, yeah, that's it. That's um, and it's essentially uh, leagues for universities to compete in and they compete on Wednesdays, don't they? So yeah, on a Wednesday afternoon, most of the societies will be obviously dependent on your facilities and stuff like that. But yeah. It's what 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 um, other universities are in the league that Plymouth are in then? So Exeter, so we've got Plymouth, Exeter. You got Brist, you got Pr- Plymouth, Exeter, Bristol, obviously, UE. Mm-hmm. Then you've got further over Southampton. In our league right now, we've got Bournemouth, mm-hmm. Winchester yeah. as well. Um, Wales. So if you if you're, if you're yeah, in Swansea and Cardiff. If you're in the cup, yeah, yeah. we played against Cardiff in the cup. Um, so then it kind of opens out a little bit more because then it goes from just being southwest to, to western as yeah. a whole. Mm-hmm. We have Portsmouth, or are they more London? No, so? po- we we yeah. don't we don't go as far over as Portsmouth. Portsmouth, I think it stops at Southampton. Yeah, but obviously that's both Southampton that's, Uni, so Southampton yeah. Uni and Solo. Yeah, yeah, so. yeah. yeah. That's a trek though, isn't it? Like, it is. <laughs> I mean, we try and make away days fun. I think that's the point. You all yeah. get on a coach. You'd get alcohol for the way back. Yeah. Depending on your bus driver, I think. Like, so. Yeah, hundred <laughs> percent. Yeah, it's 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 even though you think about travelling like four hours and then you to anyone it's like, No, I'm not doing that. Mm. But then it somehow does become like one of the best games of the season when you get to because you're all bonding, you have to. You can't just sit You can't back. just sit on your phones yeah. on the coach yeah. like exactly. four hours. Yeah, like. exactly. <laughs> so it is good fun, even on away games. Yeah, and even and this is this is the thing about that rapport that you have with other societies for example because the way that our university does it is that you'll try and go away with another sports team that's going the same place oh, okay so once you so like share on, coach costs and things yeah like that. so for example we've had table tennis go with us yeah i think we had no badminton we had with us we've had basketball with us um we've had netball with us so like on the way back just you're playing music people are drinking people are talking yeah like you're now meeting other people from different sites. You're like, yeah. oh, how did you guys play? Oh, did you win? Did yeah. you lose? How did that, you know what I mean? So it's, there's so many people that you, when you try and explain on a way day to them, like, I don't really get it. Like, because it's four hours of being in a coach, you're laughing, you're talking. Because you know, imagine going to another, another uni, winning and then coming all the way back. It's, yeah. the feeling is yeah. crazy. I don't remember the last time we won, but yes. <laughs> Way back, I remember that. <laughs> yeah, you get to, you sometimes play games as well, like with the other team, and it's literally just some of the, like, because it's usually on a Wednesday before the social, so it just gets you really pumped, and it's honestly so fun. Yeah. It's just, yeah. And then everyone goes out together. Yeah. Yeah. Because like most of the sports societies kind of congregate in one place, mm-hmm. so you've been speaking and stuff like that, and you see them again. It's like, oh my gosh, yeah. Like, <laughs> So yeah, it's it's really cool. It's really cool. Yeah, the competitive side is something I wish that like, I got involved with more at uni because like surfing is just a one-person sport. Yeah. And, like, yeah, they only have like one competition. 
It's right at the start of the year, so like yeah, hard, our, yeah. we had ours this year. We did quite well this year. Yeah, surfing, so I heard, yeah. yeah. Nice. We got quite a few bronze medals of silver, and someone qualified for something else, which mm. is great. Sweet. So just going to look at more of the. You mentioned the intramural side, so that's not as competitive obviously it's competitive because it's sport but yeah. it's not as competitive as like playing in the leagues like Bucks intramural it's so many different things for so many different people you have for example I've played on a Sunday in intramural and I was like because of all the stresses that you have to deal with throughout the week it's nice to turn up and not have to captain anybody Right. so for me it's like it's relaxing it's a bit of fun and like you get to meet people and see what other people like even though I've still kind of, kind of got my captain head on in the sense of, oh, let's see if this is a good player here. Yeah, yeah. It's still quite fun. You can but just then, focus on your game a bit more. Yeah, like you can just, just kind of have a kick about. Yeah. Whereas for other people, for example, we've got people in intramural who like, they're literally struggling like, and they're coming back from injury like, oh, this is great. I can take it easy while still feeling competitive because obviously you still want to win. And there's other people who literally have never played football before at all. And it's a safe space for them to kind of get used to it without being called upon to be this really good player. Like, if you lose, it doesn't mean that, oh my gosh, I go home, we've lost, like we've dropped yeah. points or anything yeah. like that. It's like, you go again next week and then yeah, you just yeah. play again. Do you know so what I mean? So it's not like a, there's not like a league table in no, the tomorrow as much. It's, it's just like a one-day event type. Thing. It's like, yeah, Is one it? day a week and yeah. you just kind of, you turn up, you play, whoever wins, it wins and then just go again the next week That's I think for day, some yeah. so there's other people I think intramurals work differently yeah I think I think netball might have leagues I know futsal have leagues for their intramural but I think intramural joins societies and sports together so nicely in terms of you have societies like so the business society I'm pretty sure have the netball intramural league so they're oh. in both sports and societies yeah, like, it's they brilliant have, they have a or they had a football team yeah, at one point. Yeah, most likely. I wouldn't be surprised. Ge- yeah. Geography have one, a football yeah, team. Yeah, Jogsock, yeah. Really? Uh, Med- yeah. Medsock have a football team, but yeah. they actually play in a league. Med- Medsock do like their complete own like intramural because there's so many of them. Yeah. Is that right? Yeah. Because they have their own timetable, so they yeah, can't yeah, even... Yeah, it's completely different yeah. like art it's, students. But the fact <laughs> they organise all that is amazing. That's what I mean. Like, yeah. they organise that. It's incredible. And, like, they have to book pitches, do kickoff times, work with everyone's schedule. It's just... They're all brilliant. All of them. So intramurals again student led. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So with help from Rachel, obviously. From SU, yeah. yeah. Uh, but mainly student led. Yeah. Right, uh, nearly everything is. Yeah. And it's more so just that the the people who are like, um, like Rachel, for example, it's more so to just sign off on like the official side, like getting proper paperwork or getting in touch with pitches like last minute, for example, mm-hmm. stuff that we probably can't do because we don't have the, the amount of contacts. Yeah. But other than that, like it is we're the ones messaging our players are oh, are you available can you play like it is literally all run through us like which i think is quite nice yeah there's a nice how it should be there's yeah. a nice element of the fact that like it's for the students by the students do you know what i mean yeah and that's what joins everyone it's like for example we have meetings for bucks and it's like everyone is aware of like the sometimes the stresses of mm-hmm trying to organise games or having games called off or whatever like it's nice having that oh, someone else is experiencing what I'm ex- experiencing type of thing so yeah. yeah definitely I think so with that when I was saying about how um, the student it's because completely student led like this is what I love about Plymouth Uni we're, we're the coach so like the captain is the coach and we rock up to a match and we've got 
a bag of balls, some cones and some bibs, and 15 players max. I mean, usually it's like 11, 12 with the ladies. Yeah, depending. Yeah. <laughs> um, and they've got goalkeeper coaches, like they're all in the kit, like, you know, they all have the same training kit. And we're just there like, what's going on here? Yeah. And then you win and you're just like, it's so much more thrilling when you win because you're like we've come from like the nothing yeah like, nothing. we're the, we're yeah. the so it's, yeah, yeah it is and it's it's honestly beautiful like when we play marjan at varsity again they've got all their coaches and all this and we just turn up without a coach and we're like yeah bring it on yeah so it's and it's, win most of the time so what decides if a university has a coach or if it's purely student-led <laughs> like where or are we getting too political uh, here? a little bit political <laughs> in terms of uh, it's the university that give us our grant and then within the SU it's how much they want to give to sports and science or how much they can give yeah. to sports and science obviously it is I'm I don't I'm no finance person so I've really no idea but I think I guess if a university's sport orientated like uh Trent not Nottingham Trent yeah. is um, Cardiff Met they've Cardiff got an Met. In, they've got an indoor yeah. athletics track yeah that's I've, slanted I've seen it it's oh, like sweet. a like a cycle, not like as in an a athletics track that like is running slanted. athletics it's, it's track. Two hundred meters. They've got a hundred meter running track indoors. They've got and I was baffled. Yeah, yeah. we've, we've done a UCAS. Yeah, there. still I've come to Plymouth it. Uni. Don't go into college. <laughs> 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 um, yeah, like the stuff like that. Um, but obviously, we lead in marine research and uh, sustainability, which is incredible. But yeah, I mean, I quite like how we are. As much as some things are hard, it is almost beautiful the way we like lead each other and help each other out. It, and I just feel like it wouldn't have been the same without it's, that. It's like a badge of honour. Like you mm. can come away from that knowing that you completed or accomplished so many things without the help that certain other universities yeah. get. Because yeah. it's, for, for, I think Maddie used the perfect word there it's orientation. If we are, we are a marine science marine biology oriented uni you've got places like again nottingham trent you've got loughborough yeah, that is you know one, his yeah. historically that is the mecca for all sports yeah. students that are pursuing it to a, a, a semi-professional professional level and again we turn up with our equipment with drive and, and heart. literally <laughs> all heart give them a game and you know, come out on top. You can say, I went to this place and, you know what I mean? They didn't steamroll us at all. Yeah. I feel like if you listen to this, you don't understand we sound like we're, like, we're playing for England or something. No. But it, honestly, once you get involved, it's, it's, that's just how it feels. Yeah. It really is amazing. That's the, that's the funniest thing though, is that because of Saturday League, we had a lot of people, a lot of players left. So that we had like a, a solid core of people who had like played Bucks for maybe two, three years. And then a lot of them left. And then because we didn't have that buck season in second year, even more of them left. So in my current first team, who had like there was only four people who had played bucks before this year. Yeah. Everyone else was just like, what's it like? I'm a bit nervous. And we were like, just expect something different from what you've experienced yeah. before. It's really competitive, but also different because you're playing against people that are anywhere between the ages of like 18 and like 24. Five, probably on average but our team I think our average age is older than most so it's kind of like you're you're going back into if you were playing academy football you'd be playing under 23s under 21s yeah. or whatever yeah, it's age. kind of like that mm -hmm. you're playing against people your same age but because they're fitter training more times a week 
it's that level of competitiveness because it's like there's someone on the sideline driving them forward whereas for us it's just us you know yeah but yeah once they realize oh my gosh this is what in a way there's like this is what bikes is like they're like wow okay now i get the magnitude of what we're actually playing in you know yeah i can imagine it's cool rocking up you're the coach <laughs> and then you just beat someone who's got like three coaches yeah, and yeah like literally yeah, all the all the gear and no idea mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah i was gonna move on to um a scheme that you guys have called bars yes um so have you heard of bars no. no yeah i think this is the are issue you, people ra- haven't heard of it it's like a little jam session yeah, earlier say, crack on again <laughs> For people listening, we were just playing uh, piano and drums it was before, really before we started this. Yeah. <laughs> I wasn't involved. <laughs> uh, so be active, um, BARS stands for Be Active, Reduce Stress. Uh, it's quite a new project, again, ran by Rachel Miller. She's sort of the head of social sport, um, which is Give It A Go, Intramural and BARS. And it basically, y- you go to it and you basically get free Give It A Go sessions and you go, you get buddied up. So someone say volunteers as a bars buddy mentor and they will have two or three people that really want to get involved but are just too nervous and they'll go with them to these give it a go sessions and they both get it for free so as a volunteer you're also getting free give it a go sessions i think it's free i'm a bit scared yeah access six weeks of free give it a go activity i was right that's it that's sweet yeah and that's what i mean people don't know and it's it's such a good initiative because not only do you either get to be the person that's like, I'm a bit nervous. You have someone that is specifically meant to go with you, uh, not look after you, but you know, just like <laughs> if you feel a bit awkward, you chat to them yeah. and you get to try things out. And then as the volunteer, you get to help people, try things out yourself. And obviously there's that feel good factor of helping people. Oh, but yeah. um, So we're always needing volunteers for that because you can never have enough. And then obviously for some people, it's just, it really could be a game changer to find that family because not everyone gets on with their um what are they called roommates yeah flatmates, flatmates. like yeah, yeah sorry yeah. so long ago uh, from <laughs> halls or whatever um and for me you might not even like be that involved with your course that sort of thing so it gives you just another area to find those friends that yeah. you'll take outside of uni yeah, not just have that's massive. That is so. That that is that is huge. Mm-hmm. I reckon. Like, yeah. I was gonna be telling everyone at football now. Not because everyone getting can. involved. Yeah. Because the fact that you said that, I don't live with anybody that I actually lived with in first year. Mm-hmm. Like we just in my first year flat, we just we would see each other in the kitchen yeah, every now and, and just, again. There's only yeah. one person that I see from my first year flat that I'm like, oh hey, how you doing? Like, I don't see the rest of them anymore, and like if I was someone that didn't want to play any sport or didn't, that would be hard to do because yeah. you're not necessarily invested in who you want to live with and everyone gets wrapped up in that university thing of like, I'm going to go to university and I'm going to live with the people in my flat and then we're going to live together for the rest of our university. So I think that's huge. Like if you don't have, because when you come home, you want someone to like just chill with. Mm-hmm. And, oh, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. But, with yeah. the um sorry yeah, uh, the so be active reduce stress yeah. so the reduce stress part is that um in terms of reducing the like stress and anxiety of wanting to join a society or is it um it if you're struggling be bigger with, than that yeah so, so if you're struggling with it's stress. actually one of the things that um if you go to the university mental health team they one of the things they'll do is refer you to bars and say this is available um because obviously i've 
everyone should know not it's, sport isn't just about the family it's the endorphins everything yeah it just makes you a happier person it i suffer with quite bad mental health sometimes and without sport i'd be i'd be terrible i think and any exercise just going for a run you know and just being around people that have the same interest as you because it is also societies as well they can yeah. introduce you to societies and oh, it's, sweet. yeah um and it's not just sport uh yeah, you can speak to if because if you're feeling down and you would speak to your personal tutor or go to the mental health wellbeing service, they will both refer you. To say, yeah. do you want to do? Do you want to try bars? Because obviously, it's such a, it could be such a game changer for someone. That's really cool. That yeah, yeah you're the SU and the university. They can yeah. tap into the wellbeing uh, student oh, yeah, support services there, and you guys yeah work together. And, and I don't know if people really know because I didn't know when I came to uni that the university and the SU were completely different. Yeah, I didn't know that. I only yeah, found out the other I day. know. Yeah, it's the university is obviously that's where you sign up to. That's where you do your course, um, tuition fees, all that stuff. But the student union is completely separate. We get yeah. a grant from the uni, but it, as as it says, it is the students' union. Yeah, like we are there for students the whole point is to be there for students and most people see it as a nightclub as a bar yeah, which yeah. it is but that is the commercial side which allows us to put on these sort of initiatives like projects bars. like bars yeah. yeah and that's why when you go in and you're like oh let's go to the SU for a pint you're not just going where students are you're also helping all these other initiatives that allow people to stay at university and enjoy their time and be happy when they leave basically sick I like that be active reduce stress yeah support it let's get it out there <laughs> it's good feels like a like a nice natural happy ending to yeah. this conversation as well it's lovely <laughs> um, I think we covered so. quite a lot though. Yeah, it's, we've covered it's quite a good like, covered I just everything. looked at the time and I was like whoa <laughs> I'm a bit worried we haven't spoke about society stuff as two footballers I think that was bound to happen <laughs> yeah. yeah if you just this, I can't. I just can't explain how there's so many different ones. I think one of the big ones. I think we have to give a shout out to, to is Plymouth Night Patrol. Have you heard of them? That no. is massive. Sometimes referred to as the Orange People. What's right? What is that so is huge. We obviously sports clubs and societies. They often go out on a Wednesday. Yeah, yeah. So after the games, after the games, games and that, yeah. yeah, yeah. And Plymouth Night Patrol are a student-led society, like anyone else. Yeah. And they go round on their volunteer, like from their free will, volunteering on bikes with medical kits. And if someone, if they found someone in the street, they, they go around, they're like community officer police, except obviously yeah. they're students that are just yeah. volunteering. And they, a while back, they helped save a man's life. It was in the Herald and everything. Yeah. No um, they've been joined by Luke Pollard, the local MP, yeah, yeah. to go around. And they do SU nights out as well. And they literally just devote their time to helping people who, you know how long it takes Keeping to wait for an ambulance safe. yeah it's yeah. incredible like things like that that's what our societies do and to me that's amazing like the SU don't do that the society does yeah <laughs> I mean obviously we help them but yeah, yeah, yeah. it's that society that do it and it's it's incredible that just sounds like such a nice community yeah honestly yeah. that is because I remember in first year I was like what is this yeah. like, I was just like seeing these people in orange high vis and I was like okay but no they're actually because you'd see people you'd, like, see people like passed out like because they've yeah. had too much to drink yeah and these straight over, mm-hmm. you know. Them out. They yeah. really care. Like they, well, you have to to volunteer in that. Yeah. You really have to <laughs> yeah, care. Yeah. yeah, It comes. I mean, Christian Union. I do, yeah, they do still do it. They do tea and toast. So from eleven a.m. till three p.m. outside the SE on a 
Friday or a Saturday, they literally just outside handing out toast when people walk out drunk. Really? So I don't know if you will remember because it was my first year it happened most often. Right. You just walk out and they'd have plates of toast and you'd literally be like, oh, this is amazing. No, I do remember yeah. that. I do remember getting toast in first year. Yeah. I just don't remember where it came from. <laughs> It was a Christian now, now Union. You, now you can go back and thank them. <laughs> oh my god! I was yeah. about to say our, our Christian Union did exactly the same. That's They'd have like uh, shopping trolleys just full of bottles of water oh, and that's drinks that. and, that's and everything, idea, yeah. and just yeah, just used Again, to walk around the clubs and completely like, give it to on people. their own yeah. on their own backs. We didn't yeah. ask them. They yeah. just that's what they wanted to do, and it's, crazy. it's amazing. I just but, love that community feel that yeah. university has. I'm getting I'm getting so hyped up right now. I feel really happy. But that's that's <laughs> a, that's a perfect example of why joining things like societies is so important because you might end up doing something you might have never thought you'd ever do there's probably someone in that society thought i was i never thought i'd probably save someone's life mm-hmm. yeah but now they can almost tick that off the list like that's, <laughs> that's, that's definitely on, the on my list, list. Yeah, save <laughs> you know life. What I mean? that's, yeah i haven't got that far in life yet <laughs> <laughs> but that's crazy like and the fact that we're talking about i didn't know that i could go, go to uni and join a knitting society yeah. like knit fast die warm what a name do you know what, what I mean that what is, a name that's crazy and it sounds really cool doesn't it, it? Yeah, well it I mean really warm <laughs> <laughs> and that's the thing is the fact that Sorry. it's it's a great it's a great thing to be a part of but you just the first thing just has to come from you just walk through the door literally just sign up because the amount of people you could meet is unbelievable you know what I mean and the stories you could hear yeah you could never imagine so yeah definitely societies or sport I'm all in for all in nice let's go I think that's a very good happy ending yeah, thanks Al lovely. and thanks Mads thanks Joe thank you very Cheers. much Cheers. Bye.